wild times. Episode number 101. We said this day would never come. We said we'd never yeah. make it over the 100th mark without killing each other. The plan was to stop <laughs> And at here we are. Yeah. There, was, there was a pretty big fight the other day. So. No, there was not. Uh, this is episode 101 of the Wild Times podcast. We are here in our very beautiful studio of Peter's living room. Beautiful. Look at these banisters, dude. They're from nice. like 1963. Just I like painted your house. white. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. no, no, just the banisters. <laughs> it's not nice. Um, and I am your host, Forrest Galante, the broologist. Joining me on my left is Mr. Peter Fitzer, PhD in podcasting, the one and only Retep yep. professor. What's going on? Hello. Um, this is great. Wore shorts today. It's very hot. Didn't realize that it's probably going to look bad on camera. Yeah. Uh, milky does. white. I think I have some stretch marks. Doing good. How are you doing, Pat? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah. I'd rather <sighs> be doing this than working. Yeah. Wait, this this, is, is, this working. is a treat. This, this is, is working. Work now. I guess this it is, is work. technically. Yeah. We're, okay. We are it's clocked working. in right now. Also, I'm also wearing shorts, but I wear shorts every day. So I, I was noticing your legs when you walked in, man. Have you? When was the last time you worked out your legs? It's been a long time, hasn't oh, it? Oh, wow. I thought you were, I was hoping you were going the other way with no, that. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay. They look call, like toothpicks. You call, you call them chicken legs? A little bit. Okay. Let's go squat right now. Let's put the mics down. I got a bad knee. It'll be worse rack. than the push-up yeah. contest. <laughs> I got a bad knee. I, I, was, I was thinking about the push-up contest that we did in the old studio that you guys did. Yes. yes. Was that on the air? Oh, it was an AMA. I don't know. It was remember. during a live That's AMA. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Who AMA. won? I don't know. I'm sure I did. I think you did. I probably yeah. let him win because, you know. Well, you've got a lot more weight to push up. <laughs> you do. Yeah, right. but it also helps because I have a lot more weight pulling me down. Wow, that's logic. What a mess. Um, well, here we <laughs> are. It, this is The Wild Times. It's the greatest show on the air. Are we on TV? We're not on TV. Can you watch us not on yet. TV? Is that a thing? No. I was thinking about trying to get us on Roku, and then I was like, this is way, way too much bullshit. Dude, YouTube gets way more reach than TV anyways. We're yeah. on YouTube. Find us there. That's true. Find us on YouTube. You're probably watching this on YouTube. Um, what else is going on? So we, we did the 100th. That was a big deal. Yeah. You know, huge, huge uh, turnout for that. I was very excited about that. Uh, couldn't believe Daniel Cool and what he did on that one. That was that was crazy. Go back and watch. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> God damn it. That was been here since gross. episode one, though. So thanks, a lot Daniel. of people have. Yeah, which is kind of weird. We have that core of people that have been here. If this is your first time watching, go back. You have 100 episodes to catch up on. Don't even come back here until you've caught up. It's like a hundred and. 50 hours, probably. Woof. That's a lot. <laughs> I can't believe I've even spent that much time talking to somebody, you. Guys. Somebody yeah, posted on Instagram that they were on their fourth day straight of wild times, and I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I get, those, I get those comments all the time where people will be like, hey, you know, I just put this on at work. Like, I'll do six, seven hours in a day of listening to wild yeah. times while I'm working, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Six or seven hours of us? Oh, dude, I had a job in, uh, what was my, my first job in L.A., um, working at USC in the mailroom uh-huh. as it was like a temp job. And I just listened to <laughs> it was pre-podcast days, but I just had a live stream of ESPN radio. It was the only thing that got me through the day. Yeah. Oh, interesting. was just listening to fucking Background. 10 hours of sports talk. Yeah. S- speaking of podcasts and speaking yeah. of listening to them, so on the drive down here today, I threw on D- Davey Bird, guest on the show not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, I remember. He sent me a message. He goes, hey, check out our newest episode of Beyond Jaws, his podcast. I've got Chris Fallows on. 
and he's talking about the real white shark orca situation in South Africa. So are you familiar with what I'm talking about? No. A you, bunch of, a couple different Brosners sent me the video. Oh, are, are you talking about the video of the orcas eating the white shark? So, yeah, so let me digest it. So, okay. 2014, a whole bunch, so Hans Bay, South Africa, Seal Island, where they do all the Air Jaws stuff, you know, that's where, that's like the white shark capital of the world, right? 2014, there were like two sharks. By 2000, or maybe there were like six as opposed to like 40. By 2018, gone. Zero sharks. And wow. everybody was like, what the fuck's going on? So they blamed their two resident orcas that moved in, okay? And their names were Port and Starboard, based on the way their fins curled over. Yeah. And, um, and so there's this whole like idea like, oh, these... And they were responsible for like a documented four or five different orca attacks. Or sorry, white shark attacks. So orcas will prey on white sharks. They'll eat their livers, blah, 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 blah. And so the wow. whole world got up in arms and was like, oh, these orcas have pushed the white sharks out of Seal Island. Like the, the white sharks are gone. And that was like the believed statement, right? Now, the white sharks have come back in the last couple of years and numbers have leveled off. Yeah. What Chris Fellows, who's a world-renowned... Uh, wildlife photographer and he lives in South Africa and he, when I say wildlife photographer he's really just shark photographer but he just spends all his time out there he says it's all bullshit which is pretty interesting conspiracy theory stuff sort of so here's <laughs> here's his theory okay and I, I think it adds up a lot more when an orca Wait, so this is going to be his theory about why the white sharks left correct like why okay. the whole general belief that this pair of orcas pushed out all these white sharks is bullshit okay wow. okay. okay so when orcas move into an area and pr start predating on white sharks, white sharks are known to leave for a short to medium amount of time and then come back. Come in, orcas come in, white sharks go, fuck this, like they're eating us, let's get out of here as a group. They don't just one or two leave, they leave as a group and then they come back as a group. That's documented, that's been documented at the Farallon Islands, it's been documented in Australia, it's been documented in Seal Island. But what is not spoken about is the fact, <clears throat> is the fact that Juvenile white sharks in particular, all the way up to subadults, prey a lot on smaller shark species. So white sharks hunt other sharks, right? At Seal Island, we know they eat seals, blah, 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 blah. And what Chris Fellows is saying is he's like, nobody is talking about the fact that these white sharks spend 60 to 70% of their time at Seal Island. That's where you see them breaching and jumping and eating seals and stuff. And the other... 30, 40% of their time is spent coastal eating these smaller sharks, eating soup fins and seven gills and uh, dogfish and all these other sharks. And that fishery collapsed in 2014. And sure enough, like that fishery collapsed. By the next year, there were only a handful of sharks. And by the year after that, there were no sharks. Wait, White sharks. What do you mean the fishery? So people will fish for those smaller sharks. Oh, they go gotcha. they go on the fish and chips menu in places like Australia and you know England and stuff like okay. that. And South Africa is a hub for fishing. You know, very limited regulations, and they can just fish whatever you like. So they figured out that right inshore from Seal Island, there's these fantastic breeding grounds for all these smaller shark species, and the guys started fishing them like crazy. Ah. So the timeline goes like this: 2014, 2013. There's a ton of orcas at Seal Island. 2014, a couple orca, sorry, a ton of white sharks. 2013, there's a ton of white sharks at Seal Island. Yep. 2014, a couple orcas show up and a couple white sharks get killed. 2014, 2015, there's only a couple white sharks. 
but all of a sudden there's a collapse in their main food source, which is these smaller sharks. So they just got the fuck out of there. And so they just left. Yeah. But everybody's blaming these orcas on like, oh, two orcas came in and displaced like 25, 40 white sharks, which is just, it's just, un, it's unreasonable to think because we've seen orcas come in and out of that region for year, decades. So right. that's just, that's just the theory. They have no actual evidence of Well, the that? evidence, the evidence is that the shark fishery collapsed, the, the, the smaller sharks. Um, and right. now the sharks are coming back because they, they put more stringent regulations on fishing for those smaller sharks. And so the white sharks are coming back. So the point is, I think what Chris Fallows is saying is much more, it's probably a combination of the two, but it's a much right. more, I think it's a much more accurate representation of what's probably going on. So the sharks all leave together. Like, yeah. are they communicating? Yeah, well, we don't know that, but there's no other way to explain it. So why, if, if these sharks are so smart, why don't they just gang up and be like, yo, like, there's 40 of us, there's two of them. Let's just fucking eat those bitches. It's a good, it's a good question. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> Kyle's giggling over there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. I think that the orcas are way more powerful than white sharks, oh, first I mean, of all. When but, you see the, the drone video, I, I think you, this thing's going viral. I don't know. But can you try and pull that up, Kyle? I'd love to see But this. yeah, there's a drone video of these two orcas eating a white shark. And, the, and you can tell the white shark, it's a fucking big shark. But when you see the size comparison with the orcas, they're just so massive compared to the white sharks. And they're more agile, they're more nimble, like they they're just they're just a better predator, really. Yeah. Um, which is just insane. It's weird because I still would rather be eaten by an orca. Yes. Yeah, me too. It could swallow yeah. you whole, right? Me too. I, yeah, you live inside its belly. <laughs> yeah. I, I just <laughs> burn your way out. I feel like when you're killed by an orca, it's instant, and when you're killed by a white shark, it's torturous. Exactly. Yeah, you're I don't know why. I just alive. feel that way. Yeah. Oh, here's the video. I, I'm not sure if this is the one I saw. Um, so what's interesting, Chris was saying he has these I'll send it to you on photos Instagram. and these videos where in the foreground you see a white shark hammering a seal or sea lion, and in the background there's an orca hammering a dolphin in the same frame. Wow. Like, it's just such a crazy feeding area. Yeah. Where you'd see all this like big marine mammal predation taking place. It's uh it's fascinating. But um anyway, yeah, I just thought I'd share that. I, I think that and it's one of those things where here's a guy, we've talked we talked about this with Dave Ebert. Um, here's a guy where he's out there every single day, he's keeping his own field notes, he's an observational scientist, and he's like, Here's what's going on. I'm telling you, because I'm watching this behavior every single day. And right. like the majority of the scientific community is like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I read in a paper in a book that it yeah. goes like this. And you're like, come on, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Here's the drone footage. Um, there we go. So you got oh, wow. two orcas. Oh, yeah, I saw this. This is amazing. And you see the white shark surface at a certain... There it is. That shark's already <laughs> messed up. That is messed up. Is it yeah. upside down? Well, they oh, messed oh, it up. Oh, look at the blood coming yeah, out of him. They yeah, they fucked it up. He's muy messed up. Oh, yeah, there's a little... Oh, there's a third orca yeah, pushing like him a, around. Yeah, a little third orca How did there. they get this footage? My God. Oh, interesting. It seems like they killed it. They're eating the liver out. Uh, yeah, so what's up with that? It's just a delicacy for them? Dude, that's the like liver king, gras. bro. That's the liver king. 
Alpha <laughs> organisms go for the liver first, as he says over and over, which isn't always true. But um, <laughs> it's just nutri- super nutrient yeah, right. dense, right? Yeah, right. It's fatty, it's high in fats, and it's incredibly nutrient dense. So mm. if you're an animal that makes a kill on it, uh, by the way, sharks have massive livers. I don't know if you've ever seen like a mm. dissected Mm-mm. shark. It's so a lot of the fat in there. So sharks don't have swim bladders. Okay, a swim bladder is an air sac that all fish have mm. that they regulate. They pump air into it to go up, and they lose air oh, out okay. of it to go down. Yeah, okay? yeah. Sharks don't have that. They have a fatty liver, and that amount of fat in their liver, because fat is is positively buoyant, yeah. is what regulates their buoyancy. So wow. the size of fat, man, Cal, maybe you can pull this up for those watching. Just just look up shark liver just to show you the size. If you've ever gutted an animal, if you've ever gutted basically any creature, you're like, oh, okay, the liver's you know this big. It's like the size of that. It's like for us, it's like maybe a little bit bigger than our fist or something. Looks I think our liver delicious. is delicious. Like sure. Yeah. In a shark, it's like holy it's, it's shit. A whole body, yeah. Like look, look at, at those. That. Yeah. Like right there. Um, look it at runs the, the amount, whole length of the body. The whole thing. So because it's an organ that they're using to regulate their buoyancy. So in addition to that, it's super high in nutrients. It's super fatty. It is, you know, the shark version of a superfood. Um, yeah, look there. Like, pull that one up, Kyle. Um, so, yeah, right there. I mean, look at how much of that is liver. Basically, yeah, the entire wild. inside of the shark yeah, is just like, liver. It's like all of the, it's like the meat of the inside. Totally. With, with, you know. Yeah. I told you, and I uh, probably told a story before, but it's just crazy when you see animals selectively eat like that. Like, when, when I was with BTG in Alaska, and there are so many salmon yeah. up in the, Admiral, in, uh, the ABC Islands. It's just the whole, all the banks are just littered with salmon that have one bite taken out. Right. <laughs> but they just bite out the egg sacks. Yep. Move and on. move on. Yeah. They're like, they don't even fuck with the other stuff. There's Isn't just that crazy? so much food. Yeah. But my dog, Charlie, right here, he, uh, he does the same thing. I'll put in uh, wet food mixed with dry food. Mm-mm. I come back, just the dry food all over the ground. The wet food, like a hole in the pile of food. Out. Yeah. Yeah. He like, and I watch him like, <laughs> and then just keep eating it, dude. And I'm just like, you fucking bastard. Dude, I, I'll tell you a little animal behavior thing that's just happened at my house. Yeah. So my dog always been food motivated. Yep. Half German Shepherd, super food motivated, made it easier to, you know, to train the dog. For sure. Um, treats, loves treats. So, and, you know, I like to treat my dog, right? So I get these fucking big meaty, I don't know, they look like little mini steaks from the fancy fucking pet store that I go to. <laughs> and uh, it's just like, you know, best part of the day is giving the dog the treat, you know? Sure. Yeah. And uh, since the baby has started eating f- real food, she has recently learned that it's really fun for her to knock food on the floor and watch the dog eat it. Yep. <laughs> dog won't eat treats anymore. Because he's just, she, Because he had the human food? And, and we were meticulous, never, yeah. ever gave the, because I, I can't stand when you go to someone's house and the dog's like it's the nosing worst. you in the nuts it, under the, the table. In the crotch the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's the fucking worst, man. Yeah, yeah worst. so we never let, him, let her taste human food. And now that she's had it, thinks the dog treats are a joke. Well, you yeah. know, that's why I named my dog Hoover, right? <laughs> oh, no, I swear to God. We, yeah. got, we got our current dog when my son was seven months old. And we're like, oh, what are we going to call him? And, you know, he's literally sniffing around under the high chair the whole time because my kid's seven months old. And we're like, yeah. we're going to call him Hoover. Yeah. He's going to Hoover up after the kid. Well, dude, I'll, I'll say I did the same thing with Charlie. We, we were meticulous about not giving him any food. 
And it was the worst, any human food, it was the worst mistake I've ever done because now... We were meticulous about never feeding <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird why mice. he was so grumpy all the time. <laughs> but yeah. dude, like, now he just fucking comes and sit, sits on the couch. Like, you can't get rid of him. He gets mean. If you're like, get out of here. Get out of here. Just, like, baring <laughs> well, his teeth and shit. I don't like when you do that to me, either. <laughs> you just feeling my hair earlier. I also can't get comfortable. This is a terrible situation for me because I've got the table here and I, the dog here. So well, but, but what people don't know is if you move, Charlie will latch onto you and never let yes. go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he looks right lovely. But if you if you touch his face right now, you're losing a finger. Zero question. Dude, did you did you guys were you guys <laughs> were you guys surprised at the size of uh, well you your boy's nuts when he was first born, the nutsack. <laughs> so this is a change of topic. Um, I'm gonna say the no. Nuts, the nuts. I, the nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really the nuts. It's the nut sack. I was like, what? I was like, his nuts are bigger than mine. And he just came out. And then, of course, I had to look it up. They come out swollen like two to three times the size that they're going to oh, be. I didn't and know they've that. just deflated. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there this you This might are. be like more a comment on you than your kid, dude. <laughs> Back to what? normal. <laughs> I change his diaper 30 times a day. Well, I'm like, I'm not looking at the poop. I'm looking at. I'm oh, like, no, I, I'm with you. I've certainly God. stared at my kid's genitalia i just didn't <laughs> i just didn't he didn't pop out and i go whoa you're fucking hung buddy yeah. like that wasn't well, the first thing that came to my mind yeah i mean it was the thing that came to my mind it it it's pretty much the first thing that anyone who has like any group thread i'm on where someone has a son it's just people being like how's his hogan yeah, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. yeah. dude i had to watch them do the circumcision i didn't have to i chose to and uh, uh, yeah, you got to watch something like that. You were you going to say that you, you watch circumcision on your daughter? No, I would watch. I would definitely be like, what's going on? It's here? fucking bonkers, dude. They put. Did you watch? I did. Yeah, I didn't want to, but I did. I know. Yeah. And it's like pretty bloody. It's, I was like, he, my kid didn't cry oh, for like boy. minutes. Me neither. Really? Or mine neither. Yeah. They get, dude, it was the first time they gave him a pacifier. They put a little sugar on it. Oh, yeah. He didn't make here. a fucking sound. Yeah. I was like, this is genius. Yeah. And they're like, don't do this at home. You're like, I'm doing this every <laughs> it'll, night. It'll yeah. be like the fucking dog eventually, <laughs> just begging for food. Give me a sugar pacifier, don't. I'll we, cry. We only do this here to make our lives easier because we don't like loud noises. Yeah. But you shouldn't do exactly. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've exactly. got to wear it. All right, so I think it's time it for is. a little What's in the News. It's done, what's done. in the News? What is in the News? What is in the News? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My favorite thing that's in the News is scientists have found a new species. That's cool. That's always good. One. Insect. Two. No, no. 30. 30, 30 new species? 30 potentially new species at the bottom of the sea. So oh, wow. um, researchers from UK's Natural History Museum used an ROV to collect specimens from the abysmal plains of the, and I don't know what this let's, is, by let's, the way. Hang on. They're not abysmal. They're abyssal. Abyssal. Wow, I said abysmal, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> abysmal. I, I mean, like, they might be abysmal. You like, haven't been there. Why do you hate the Clarion Clipperton be, zone so much? terrible. You don't know. <laughs> ah, they're, they're, they're from out of space. You wouldn't want to live there. Um, yeah. That's abysmal. Out of space, baby. <laughs> uh, from the Clarion Clipperton zone, Clipperton zone in the Central Pacific. So they sent okay. down an ROV. Okay. They started digging up stuff. And uh, of the 55 specimens that they collected... 30 of them are potentially new species. That's unbelievable. Now, what are That's we talking crazy. about? Sort of like a big big mammals and stuff? or yeah. no. no, we got fish, slugs, a lot of invertebrates, 
But erroneous, irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I think the fact that we can do anything anymore and go down, I mean, whatever they were at, 4,000, nearly 5,000 meters deep. Wow. That's insane. That's like 17,000 feet. Yeah. That is That's crazy. That That's is a couple shit. miles. Also, how's that Over not a show? Three miles. How's that not a show? Like, I know that should be a show. Like, let's just go to the bottom of the ocean and find new animals all the time. Would you like oh, to? Yeah. Would you like to know why it's not a show? Yes. Well, what if? What if they don't find any? We just don't think they'll find anything. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. Um, yeah. Do you guys watch? That's uh, crazy. So three miles. Sorry, Peter, but three miles under the ocean. They. I can't even believe we can get an ROV that No, that it's deep. unbelievable. Also, all the ROVs that That's I'm familiar with, because we've used ROVs a lot, have a cable, which means they have a three-mile tethered electronic cable. It's impossible. Can't they be done. To. No, they have kidding. to. There's no other way. Dude, it's fucking wow. wild. How much pressure would that be? That would be like thousands of pounds of pressure trying to just squish this ROV down there. It, but... I was going to Google it, but it would be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you can Pat's math it. But there's some cool math. pictures. Like uh, that, that one of those things kind of looks like a cuttlefish type thing. What the fuck is that thing? It's some kind of uh, selp or s- sort of a, I'm guessing it's uh, an anemone of kind. I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool looking. Though. But I think it's amazing. I just think that like the fact that in today's day and age, you could be like, hey, we're just going to put this little machine down here. Oh, 30 new species. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not one or two. Like, it's cool to find one new species in an area that's been overlooked. But like 30? Well, 30 is you know, a lot. You that's and I are constantly, sometimes together, sometimes not, pitching different networks. We're going to go look for something in this place. Yeah. That really, and, and you have to do so much work to make them believe that there could be stuff there because literally no one goes and looks because right. it's really hard. Right, right. It's like anytime someone just goes to a place that people really haven't been, they generally find new stuff. No new question. New creatures, new species. No question. And it's like, you know, or especially when you're looking for land animals, it's like, hey, the locals all describe this thing right. that doesn't match up with what we know to live in this area. Right. No one goes there because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Let's let's go look, and just people just don't believe that you're going to find it. They don't believe you. They yeah. just the, right. they, they don't believe any part of it. They're like, you can't go there. Nobody can do that. The locals are wrong. Like right. it's just negative, it's, negative, no, negative. The it's, whole time. it's literally that. That's how we. That's how I am about everything. Like, oh no, I can't. I can't do that. That's like <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is, and that's like that's a common human human feature because. Like whoever did the 980 in skateboarding, the, the when you do like yeah. a, a 980, Tony Hawk. nobody could do it for years and years and years, and then he did it, and then people started being able to do it. It's like a weird fucking thing. See, and maybe this has something to do with the whole lack of amygdala. I I am the polar opposite. I'm you want to like, be the first, huh? You want to be the fir- the first. It's not to that do it. I want to be the first. I'm just like, yeah, of course I can do it. Like I'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, oh, go to the Rio Apaporis region. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, of course. Filled yeah. with cartel members. Like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. But, we'll figure it out. But but it's niche. It's it's based on niche. Like I I I wouldn't if I said assemble this computer, you would. You would never do it. You, I, you, I wouldn't even show up. Exactly. No, no that's chance. And, and you say I want to go find the Rio Apaporis. Peter, you want to come with? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Can you build a computer? Yeah, of course. I've built all my like computers. Like with all the little like doohickeys and switchboards and whatnot? The motherboard, yes. And the processor, yeah, all of it. No yeah, doohickeys, doohickeys, though. It's, it's <laughs> funny. There are certain things where I'm like, it's not a possibility. Like, there's right. no possible way I can do that task. Right. Yeah. Like, there was a show that I'm, I'm working on now 
where like it's kind of a competition thing. Yeah. And one of the challenge, there's something called a challenge producer. Uh huh. And they just, it's literally they producers. They just write challenges. Just think of challenges. That's it takes awesome. a lot what of a work. Fun job. Fun job. Yeah. They're, and I can't believe how creative these, these people are. They're I really bet. good at it. I bet. Yeah. Um, but one of the challenges is they get to this thing and they have to choose between, um, if, if they did something correctly before, they'll have ropes and carabiners with them. Right. Okay. If not, there's going to be ropes there, but they're going to be tied into like a horrific knot. It oh, <laughs> yeah. takes you like 30 minutes to get <laughs> to undone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it now. Yeah. Because a hun- even if there was $10 million on the line, I would just say, uh, I, take me home. I'm done. <laughs> like, I know for a fact I couldn't yeah. get a knot undone. <laughs> Dude, I, I watch a lot of uh, Big Brother. Uh, this season's been especially good. But oh, so, time out. Yeah. Big Brother's still a thing? Dude, 24th season, 24 Dude, years. The, and is it still they just have cameras in a house yep. and people are just locked in? And yeah. Like, he has been on Big Brother since the day we met. Yeah, before him. I, I could have sworn that that show got canceled 22 years ago. No, there's one in like every country. It's, no it's gotten horrible, I would say. The last few years have been terrible. This season is the best one I've seen in 10 years probably. Anyways, about the challenges, they do these puzzles, right? Where it's like... You have to. The last one I saw, you go up a uh, like your 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 partner has to pull you on like a, a system up a rope by running this way, and you have to grab a puzzle piece on this double sided puzzle. I'm just like I wouldn't. I would just quit. Like I, 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 I would just quit. I would. I could never no. do it. I'm, I would just be so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, any sort of like thing like that, or like a slide puzzle. Have you ever seen those? Oh, oh yeah, oh, my god, the pieces around, yeah, slide yeah. It into place. Uh, why? Why do that? But it's, ever, it's interesting how everyone's brain's different because like there, there'll be like a math thing. Yeah. Um, where I'm, I'm very good at math. Like, and I'll say it to my wife. Like, I'll be like, "Hey, if it's three twelve p.m., what's the angle between the hour hand and the minute hand?" <laughs> right. And that stuff's fun for me to do. And yeah. she's like, "Give me a billion she, years. She, I'm not doing that." Right. She's like, "Please go back to your office and leave me alone." <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should give her one of the fucking Pat's math questions that are <laughs> literally worse than that. She's one. like the. The guy that I'm banging on the side is way more fun. <laughs> He's not giving me math quizzes and well, that's 2 a.m. He doesn't run yeah. out of his office with a math quiz for me <laughs> right. once an hour. That stuff doesn't come out until you're married, dude. You, you would never. <laughs> uh, all right, I got another news. I got another news piece. Ready for this headline? Oh, I'd like yeah. to just hear the headline and then guess what the story is, please. Okay. Monkey gang member has been executed by authorities. Okay. That's it. That's the whole Do we story. need to read the story? Nope. Monkey gang member? That's that's the headline. I could see this. I mean, they, they run in <laughs> what packs. What do you mean you could see this? They run in packs, and, and they, they, they're Oops. thieves, man. What about that monkey that uh, stole your phone out in fucking the, Ma- the macaque? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> but, but sorry. Okay, yes, monkeys are thieves. But the fact that the authorities <laughs> are are executing a leading gang member, well, so it's, it's known that monkeys are pack can be pack animals, right? And they're called troops. troops. Mm-hmm. Who who decided like this troop is a gang? They have crossed over from troop to gang. <laughs> like, no they all start, I don't I don't have the answer to are any they wearing of this. That would the be same some, um, That would be something Donald Trump would have done. <laughs> yeah, it is very. <laughs> So this is from Japan, this story. Yeah, so the monkey gang has been harassing civilians in Yaga something, Japan. Okay, the troop. Yamaguchi. Yeah. <laughs> Yamaguchi, sorry, Yamaguchi, Japan. 
and they're macaques, macaques, as Macaw. I say, apparently. Yep. Um, and there's been something like 50 attacks that have taken place yeah. in Yamaguchi. So it's a lot of people are getting attacked by monkeys. By a gangs of monkeys, too. By gangs of monkeys. Sure, troops. That's fine. Troops. Okay, well, it's not fine, but that's, that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> right, okay? right. The question is, fine. how did they pick this member of this supposed organization of monkeys right. in which they decided to be executed. I know how they, and, I know and how. And under what situation were they like, you, I, sir, I you're, you're the godfather. Please. Dude, I know he had happened. a swastika tatted on his forehead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, what I think is that because they're like, that's the bad guy. I can tell. <laughs> he's the leader. Apparently the monkeys a, were like biting Charlie and Manson scratching dude. people, but they're also breaking, they're pulling fucking B and E's. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're breaking, they're breaking and, entering. and entering. Yeah, they're opening sliding doors. <laughs> breaking, breaking windows, and mate. They're oh breaking windows. They even broke into a kindergarten and stole all the kids' fucking little goldfish treats. Yep, right. This is true. So the authorities no. are going. They have their little notepad, and they're like, "Can you describe what the leader looked like?" They're like, "Yeah, it was <laughs> monkey-like, <laughs> and gray fur, three foot tall." Yeah. Did it have a red face, ma'am? Yes, it did. Yeah. Okay, this is this is the same description we got from the kindergarten. Let's kill them. And okay. then they just went out and killed the first one they found. Oh, so you're saying it's it's a facade. They're doing that so that the general populace goes, oh, okay, they yeah. got the kingpin. Yeah, yeah, you either kill the entire troop or none of them. Yeah, that's a good if point. If you're trying to like have an actual solution, I think they were just like, we killed the leader, they're going to fuck off now. So let me ask you this. How much organized cr monkey crime has taken place in this situation? <laughs> Dude, it's Apparently a lot. I mean, 50 attacks. 50 attacks? And then, does that attacks. include the B&Es? I mean, <laughs> I mean, imagine if someone was home when they were breaking into the house and you get killed. Well, I feel like I shouldn't find this funny, and I find it very funny. <laughs> well, yeah, you're definitely yeah. going to get some hate. But That's fine. But it's, off. it's hilarious. Like, what? I mean, is it hilarious they killed a monkey? No. Is it hilarious that they're describing it as a gang and that yeah. they killed the leader? Yes, it's well, preposterous. So, the leader. Yeah, the, but it, but it is interesting that monkeys have have the the cojones to basically like like your son. Yeah, yeah. go after humans, <laughs> and I mean, do they, they don't see humans as a threat? They like they see him as an equal, and then they probably like are rating like, well, I could take that one. Because he's the same size as me or smaller, right? Yeah, they're all fired up. They're in a troop. They're they're exhibiting mob mentality. This behavior. Yeah, it's mob mentality. They're exhibiting this behavior and they're succeeding, right? If you do fifty attacks and you're there, there's obviously positive right. reinforcement coming. There you out go. And what I mean by that is they're obviously getting their beers and getting their candies and everything else, mm -hmm, right? So they're mm -hmm. they're being even though nobody's directly doing it, nobody's contributing to it, they're being positively reinforced. If they exhibit right. this behavior, they get something. Do good you think out. a deal could be struck with the gang monkeys where they the, the humans put like banana bunches out in the woods to keep them away? Like it could this legit is, work. This is a controversial thing that you're saying. Do you know that? No. So let me explain. If you are doing that, you're altering their behavior, right? Like now you're feeding them, you're get, and which by the yeah, way, but they're breaking into houses and attacking I, people. Not gonna argue with That's you one bit. I'm on your team of this controversial side, by I'm the way. You're a team, god damn it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's a, but this is controversial, right? Because now you're feeding them, you're you're altering what they're doing, sure, in order to give them a benefit. And people will say, no, you can't do that because right. all you're going to do is is encourage them even more and then they're going to do there's going to be more monkeys, they're going to breed more, there's going to be more breaking and entering. <laughs> I don't agree with that. And I'll tell you why. They're going to be blackmail gang monkeys. Let me let me explain something else to you here. Okay? You guys know I had that bear problem in my house, right? Yeah. 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 Episode 90 
four, maybe, for anybody watching that wants to hear about it. Yeah. They've been breaking in my house. <laughs> There's a big drought in Southern California right now, yep. right? Always. Shocker. Yeah. So uh, we'll release this on the Patreon. I'll send you the video, Kyle. So I went out and I bought a stock tank, which is like a big plastic drum that you feed cows with. Yeah. And I wired up a, a hose from my yard into the neighbor's property. The neighbor doesn't know about this. Shh. But um, <laughs> I'm sure they don't watch. The neighbor has 40 acres and died about six years ago and nobody's bought it. So it's wildland. Okay. And um, I, I wired the hose from my house into the neighbor's property. I took this drum and I put a float on it so that every time it goes down, water fills it back up and it stays at a full level. Okay. Right I put that out there and we have not had the bear come by once since. Wait, but wow. is, there, is there food in it? No Just food. Water. I think my theory is that the bear was coming in to get water because we have uh, ponds and things and then ah. seeing the chickens and the ducks and going, oh, fuck, yeah, free meal. But now interesting. Okay, that's still scared. The bear's still scared. He doesn't really want to be there. He doesn't like it, but he's coming in. My opinion was because there was water and it, we're right. in drought and it, it was he was willing to risk his own life. Yeah. And then once he's there, he sees food and, you know, he's a bear. Sure. But so <laughs> I took the stock tank and built this this float valve system like 150 yards from my house. We haven't seen the bear once. Since what then. did uh, awesome. what did the bear kill on your property again? All of our ducks. So okay. eight ducks, uh, baby chicken, which was my son's pet chicken that used to hang out on his shoulder and eat breakfast. Oh, with him. shit. Um, and then about four other chickens. So I just saw in the news that Martha Stewart, the, the, the you know, the Familiar. queen of like home stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know Martha Stewart. <laughs> yep. Devastated. Because. because her three prize uh, peacocks were yep. killed Oof. at her house. She lives in the Northeast somewhere. Yep. By uh, bears? By okay. coyotes. 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 Yep. Well, no, that would be a treat. Yeah, I was just going to say, Forrest has yeah. got a, yeah. a slight <laughs> grin on it. It's, I, uh, it's funny because I, that, I was talking to, to my friend about it. Speaking of red face. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm surprised she wasn't thrilled, but apparently she was devastated. Uh, we obviously she obviously want- lives in a nice enough and large yeah. enough house and property that... That every time she's <laughs> recording a podcast, that doesn't go. They're like a football field away. Yeah, you know, exactly. she takes like a golf cart over there yeah. to like look at him. I'm for considering 10 tying my peacocks to the stock tank outside the property. <laughs> I, I was actually going to ask you though about the monkey thing. Yeah, you know, a pack of wolves has an alpha. People who know wolf behavior, canid behavior, can look at the wolves and t- say who the alpha female yep. is. They can yep. say who the alpha male is. Do, do monkey troops have? Like a leader? So different for different species. Uh, and okay, so definitely, these were macaques of some sort. Yeah, kind. I forget which species of macaque they have in Japan. Um, Fusaka, I think. Fuscata. Fuscata. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, different for different types of monkeys um, and definitely different for apes. But the short answer is yes, they have troop leaders. Okay. Uh, oftentimes they're matriarchal. It's a big female. Um, I don't know about these macaques in specific, but there would be a leader for sure. So maybe that's what the authorities did. Maybe they took out the leader, but that wouldn't do anything because then just whoever's next in line will become the leader, right? Potentially, but the leader of a troop of monkeys would dictate what their behavior is. So he would be okay. the one that right. would lead them into you know, a house or whatever, typically. Sure. Um, but now let me ask you this. Yeah. Is it all just a, uh, is it a ruse? Is that not the real kingpin monkey? Because <laughs> if I was at the head of the gang, I would have a stand-in for sure. Of course. Yeah. You and they all look kind of look the same, right? Well, they're they're all macaques. They, yeah. Except for the, the except for the one who had the swastika. I see what you're saying. <laughs> right. The guy behind the guy is the one you got to worry That's about. That's what right, I'm saying. Yeah. Again, I mean, so they euthanized this this uh, gang leader monkey, 
And I'm talking about putting bunches of bananas to keep them away, like you put the water out there, yeah. or whatever. So I mean, you're you're impacting its natural uh, activities, anyway. I'm saying that if they took, I, I don't know what their resources are. If I was in this situation where this town is now probably feared, people don't want to visit. It's probably creating a big media problem. Sure, I would pay somebody full time to take bushels of bananas and put them on like platforms or something sort of out in the woods away from right. town. Right. And I believe my belief, again, this is controversial and I, but I stand by it is that those monkeys would understand the difference and go, okay, if we stay out here, we're not harassed by people. We get food. We don't have to come yeah. into town. Now you could still initiate some negative reinforcement, right? Go around with a BB gun and shoot a monkey in the butt. Every time <laughs> you see it in town. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying kill it and it doesn't have to no, be yeah. a paintball gun. Use whatever. Right. Sure. But give it negative reinforcement. So they go over here is good with food over here is bad with people. Right. And if you did that over a course of a couple of weeks, well, I would be well, willing to wager that it would of course, resolve the problem. There's a certain percentage of people listening who are probably mad at us right now thinking the solution is don't build cities. Well, I was but just going to that's say, not yeah. practical. The city's already been built. It's not exactly. the issue. Humans reproduce too right. much. Well, We've the, taken over the monkey space. <laughs> yeah. You know, the All three accurate. of us on this podcast right. aren't fixing that. Neither is the city of Yamaguchi, Japan. They're not exactly. just going to go, you know what, everyone? The monkeys were here first. Well, they, they did kind of right. do that once in Japan, didn't they? Did they? Didn't they do, oh no, China, where they did uh, controlled birth. Oh yes, remember they, they limited yes. kids. They limited they kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One one child policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's at, and then it was at two. And now they're uh, underpopulated. They're 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 China's underpopulated. Well, no, their population is declining. Not that I know of is declining. Oh, interesting. The yeah. population Regardless. of Japan's declining. Yes, they're an old populace, and they're not reproducing there's as much as they used to. Shocking, and I swear I must have brought this up at some point. But there's a insane amount of thirty year old virgins in Japan. So there actually, there have been like some public policies to encourage people to have Fuck. sex. Which is bizarre given like, if you think of Japan, you think of like dildo vending machines and like well, Hello Kitty I sex think, cults and like... You're right. The, I think there's a lot of sexual tension in Japan. So like a lot of things are sexualized and I think it's possibly because of this fact. You know, I've thought I, about that myself. I think we should send young Kyle to Japan on a sex quest. Sex quest. He's a young man. Oh, no. He's single. He's all about dildo vending machines. He's told me that in confidence several times. <laughs> I think the wild times should send they, young Kyle they love big to white Japan guys on too. a sex quest. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's my favorite country. I love I've Japan. I've still never been. Oh, my wife said the same. Yeah. It is awesome. Loves it. Clean as fuck. High tech, just easy to get around. Everybody's respectful. Oh, it's the only place People I've ever been because you walk around with a map, you right. know, in Tokyo. And anyone who sees you with the map comes over and tries to help you. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. it's that's amazing. Great. You're like, oh, like this is a way that a society could be. Totally. <laughs> like, whereas instead of like if you're walking around with a map in Hollywood, someone's going to club you over the head and take right. your wallet. Oh, I yeah. got a story. You guys want a story about getting clubbed and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Uh, this isn't about seals getting clubbed. <laughs> Not. Um, just my me. niece just graduated from UCLA. Um, when did they graduate? June? Is that when graduation was? May, May whatever. Yeah, yeah June, and May. She's been, she's been globe trotting um, as one does after graduating college. And she's, she went to City College for a couple of years. So she's like 22, I'd say. So she's a little bit older than your standard college graduate. Yeah. She's been globe trotting. Standard college graduate. Is that what I said? I think so. Okay. <laughs> and um, she, uh, her mom met up with her in the UK somewhere, my aunt, 
and they were going to go to Africa. My family's all from Africa, as everybody yeah. knows. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to go to Johannesburg first and then see some friends there and then move on and go to Zimbabwe and a few other places. So yesterday, call it 10 p.m. our time, um, my niece and aunt land in Johannesburg. Okay, They get in the car. They go straight to some vista that my, my aunt used to go to when she was in college there mm-hmm. to, show, to oh, show my niece. To okay. see this, the city lights. Yeah, and, something okay. like that. I, I, I didn't get the details on that part, but this is the, where I did get the details. They get out of the car. They take their phones out to take a picture. My aunt gets struck in the side of the mouth with the back of a gun instantly. Jesus. And a gun put to the back of her head, and the guy says, hand over your phone. So my aunt hands over her phone. Another guy puts a gun to my niece's head and says, give me your cell phone. And my niece, Sable, says, I don't have, a f- I don't have my phone with me. I don't have my phone with me. So they go to the car. They, they open up the car, and they start rummaging through. They take their suitcases. They take everything. Wow. And, and they leave them there. My aunt's bleeding and whatnot. And um, my, my niece told me all the story at like 11 o'clock last night. And, uh, and, they, and they, they, they didn't get everything out of the car because somebody showed up or a group of people showed up and they fled and they ran with both cell phones. They got my niece's phone out the right. car. Yeah. And or my cousin, sorry. Um, my cousin's phone out the car and my, my aunt, um, her phone and a couple bags or whatever. And they run. My aunt's got like bleeding. She's not badly hurt, but she's not. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's just like mentally feeling victimized. Yeah, they've, like that. they've it's been awful. in the country for it's traumatic forty-five minutes, yeah. right? Jeez. And they go straight to the police station. Yeah. The police go. Nothing we can do. Like, don't waste your time. Fuck off, basically. Like the did LA they, cops. Did their passports were. get taken? No, they didn't. Okay. Fortunately, wow. I don't know huge. where they were. That's she didn't great. mention that, but they didn't lose their passports. But this is where the story, and, and I'm, I'm proud of my, my cousin. She's a 22-year-old girl from Southern California. Yeah. You know, she's not exactly, and she's pretty well-traveled, but she's not like someone that you would think would do what she just, which I'm about to tell you. Yeah. So they go to their friend's house. They finally get there after this long, shitty day, right, in their Into rental the car. Um, <laughs> and uh, and my, my cousin goes on her laptop or goes on the family's computer yeah. and does find my iPhone. Wow. And they see that, the, that her iPhone is at an electronics shop like three miles away. So they go back to the police station. My cousin reports this to the same policemen that were there before. And the police go, uh, you know, we don't know. Of we course. don't know. Yeah. African police. I won't get into that. They're like thing. L.A. cops. They're just the laziest. Like, they're just like, they're like, oh, what do you want us to do? Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. And so my cousin loads four police officers in the rental car. My 22-year-old cousin, my, my, my aunt's back at the house. It's just my cousin. Yeah. Loads four police officers with AK-47s into her rental car, drives them to the electronics stop, shop. They go in after yelling and back and forth. And it's just my cousin four jo- in downtown Johannesburg with four police officers. And as wow. she described, like 40 other people, you know, that she never met before in her life. And she's this like skinny little white girl. Wow. And she's completely by herself with all of these, these uh, people in Johannesburg. Yeah. And um, after 45 minutes of yelling and haggling and guns being pulled out, they got their phones back. She dropped wow. the police station off, dropped the police back at the police station and went back to the house. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. See, it's it's hilarious because you could never do something like that in America. No. Like, if the cops don't want to help you, they're not going to help you out there. They're like, at least they were probably like, well, she, I, paid, she, she can, paid them all. She paid them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. you can do there. Sure. The dollar. Yeah. The dollar. Yeah, so I think she gave each cop 40 bucks or right, 20 bucks yeah. or something. But, you know, That's she was wild. like, I don't care about my phone. She's like, that has all the photos on it that yeah. I've been traveling with right. for the last like two months. Oh, wow. She needs an iCloud backup, mate. I'm, you don't have that. No, I have a I have Google backup because I have an Android <laughs> iPhone. I saw today that Google... Uh, that's crazy, though, man. Crazy. Right? That's, crazy. that's wild yeah. stuff. Um, I saw today that Google is pressuring 
somehow, I don't know how, pressuring Apple to get rid of the uh, the green bubble. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're I'm like... I'm sure they are. It's literally just a thing that's there to make... To ostracize yes, y'alls. exactly. Well, yeah, y'alls but, from y'alls. It does, it does make me furious. Yeah, it's no, it makes insane, people... It's insane, dude. It's yeah. ridiculous. By the way, when... The small videos. Peter, Peter has an Android, has, will never have um, an iPhone. I'm going to buy I almost bought iPhone. one the other month. When I heart or exclamation point something that you have yeah. sent, do you see it? Yeah, I what, do now. I didn't before. What does okay. it do? Do you get the little heart symbol? Now it does. Before, it would send a thing that says, Patrick liked okay. this thing or whatever. Interesting. I've always wondered Kyle, that. what do you, do you have an iPhone? Yeah, he's an adult. Any more Android questions, fellas? I could tell you anything you want to uh, know. Let, let me ask you this. <laughs> why, why Android? Why have you I've done this I've used Android so since the get-go, and it's because... Ah, so it's just I'm how things have the, always been done. No, it's not... Well, that, but I'm also an under-the-hood guy. <laughs> I like to okay. be able to download uh, what you might say gray area things that aren't available on iPhone. Ah, it's on the dark web. Porn. Porn. He's saying porn. You're nah. using your nah. Ethereum on the... Uh... Monero, mate. Monero. <laughs> okay. Dude. Can I ask yeah. you this while we're on this topic? Wait, hold on real quick. Before sure. we move on. What would you do in that situation in South Africa? Cry. Would Cry. you have, you wouldn't have like, you wouldn't have tried to do anything? I think I would have done exactly what my cousin did. You think it, it, I mean, you don't fight back. No, like, you what can't do you, fight you, back. You're you by yourself weapons. and there's guns and you don't fight back. God, it would be I, so infuriating. I, here's though. the difference. How it could go on. My cousin is 22, so she knows how to do find my iPhone. I don't know how to do I it. I don't either. So <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have done the same thing she did. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, like I would have gotten That's to the true. house and been like, Oh, what an ordeal. Like, how much booze do you have? Yeah. Yeah. That's and is there a store open? And where can by? I buy a new phone? Well, yeah. this yeah. basically happened to Pat the other day. You're telling me the story about the home, the unhoused person at the park who was just <laughs> like throwing, that. throwing people's <laughs> shit around the park yeah. and like being insane. And the cops just didn't do anything. Well, I don't, I don't want to badmouth police officers. No, uh, no, I'm not I, saying, but they, they came out and they didn't. You know, it's like they, they, I'm not getting into that whole thing. I'm sure. just saying, though, it's like you're victimized, though. And well, it feels like shit. You get, it's just when like we, a horrible thing. Forrest feeling. and I traveled to, we landed in Kilimanjaro Airport. Mm -hmm. I can't remember where we were going next, but we were, you know, we had to take all our shit out because we were going to a hotel to sleep before our flight in the morning. Yep. And uh, at the airport of Kilimanjaro, there's hundreds and hundreds of people outside that are jockeying to grab your bags right. uh, to help you carry your bags to get a tip. Yeah, uh, which you. is cool, yeah. you know, <laughs> fine. <laughs> right. And so we, you know, Forrest is like, don't let anyone carry the bags. Just, bug, you know, what were you saying to him? Like, bugger off. Bugger off, yeah. Bugger it's off. Like it's like the, the CD guys. like the African fuck off. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. like bugger off. So, you know, <laughs> Forrest is helping kind of keep, because we have like 40 cases of, of right. Know, we have five reds and all this shit. Yep. Expensive. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's a clusterfuck. We get all our gear in. I sit in the car and my iPhone's gone. And it was just, I was wearing like oh, stupid yeah. jogger sweats. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like yeah. it was sticking out like an, I'm an idiot. My yeah. fault. And I just kind of was like, eh, okay, like this is cool. Like I'm going to be in Africa for a month without a phone. That's kind of nice. The funniest part <laughs> I'll of taking the experience instead of taking the photos, like I'll just get a new phone when I get back. And then I got you, back to LA and I had gone through this awakening Oh God! That I was just oh, gonna get uh, a dumb phone. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was about to tell that story. And, yeah. and the third day, 
I went with no phone for two days in LA, and yeah. then the third day I just like woke up in a panic and went straight to the store. I need an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the best part about that is how insufferable Patrick became on that trip because yeah. like every couple days you'd be like, you guys should try it. Just like get rid of your phones. Like, oh, I'm God. so free One of without those. my phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some, like people, someone would be taking a picture. I was like, "What's that?" Phone? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't do phones. Yeah, I don't even have a phone. <laughs> so insufferable. I, I love about how it. you're trying to play it off like you weren't, like you were, like you really, really embrace it. You weren't pissed. I always try these things, man. I tried. <laughs> I, I convinced myself that I didn't need a car or want one. Yeah, I remember you talking about in that. California. Yeah, and wow. I turned in my lease. I was like, I'm just not gonna have a car. Wow. Yeah. Things own you, man. Yes. You don't own the things. <laughs> And so I went like two months of just Ubering and then like got stuck out in Santa Clarita on a shoot one night. With a with a yeah. ninety minute wait for an Uber yeah. that was seven hundred dollars oh, to yeah. get you home. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it, it 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 is annoying because it's like something could be it could be something you don't use all the time or like a lot of the time, but when you don't have it that one yes. or two times a month, yes. it's so fucking inconvenient. Agreed. Like, like, no, I'll pay the 600 bucks a month to have the second car in L.A. <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm, I have way more good years behind me in life than I have in, in front of me. True. <laughs> we all do. That's yeah, not true. Maybe not Kyle. 40 hard no, years. Kyle, yeah. Kyle is on cloud nine, dude. He's freshly single. He's on the way up. How's the, oh, he's Kyle. going to Japan for a sex quest. <laughs> yeah, he's got it all figured Guys, out. No, he's not. He's going to Vietnam. Kyle, how's, how's the, what's the lady situation? How's that going? Pretty non-existent. Do we have a camera on Kyle? It, no camera. No oh, okay. camera today. Yeah, it's, it's not happening. Are you on Tinder? It's not happening. Hinged, <laughs> have you been out there playing the field no, at all? No, I'm just pretty much working. Yeah. Well, also, where I do you that. live? You live out in, like, Norwalk or something? Uh, Corona. Okay. So, my... Corona's my, got ladies. Forrest is currently setting ladies. up a Tinder profile for you. I am, yeah. Oh, it's nice. Can yeah. we please? <laughs> oh, can we please? Sure. On the... Yeah. We might need to do that. That'd be really Yeah, funny. we'll do that on 102. Can I be the swiper? <laughs> 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 All right. I um, think it's time... Okay. For something that we like to call the Bizarre Animal of the Week. Oh, yeah. B-O-T-W-A-P-X-X-W. Okay. Forrest, how does this work? <laughs> I don't know what he just said. He just had a glitch. This is the Bizarre Animal of the Week. So I will go through. I will read off clues. I will give you guys clues. Okay. And you can tell me, we can try and guess what the animal is. Okay. okay? All right. I love All right. this idea. Let me, uh, let me reference what I've got jotted down got here. There, too. Okay. There we, we go. We cannot see the name of the animal. No, I know. I know. Only Forrest knows. Right there. Don't okay. cheat. You're All right. Ready? I'm not even looking. Here we it's go. not even on there. You can't cheat. You He's can't cheat. Cheater. I know it. You got it. You can't cheat. All right. Known All right. cheater. This is the bizarre animal of the week. So your All first right. clue, this very interesting animal, found in the tropics. Nice tropical area. Clownfish. Mosquito. All right, well, <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Um, it's the clownfish mosquito. It's the clownfish mosquito. <laughs> yeah, the okay. clownfish okay. found in the tropics. Okay. okay, found in the tropics. Very rarely seen. Very seldom seen. Not something people see on a regular basis. Lives underground. There. Sounds like a mole rat. Okay. <laughs> Naked. Cold-blooded. Ooh. Cold-blooded animal. Okay. It's in the reptile family. Very good. Or amphibian. Don't forget amphibians are there, too. Okay. 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 They're mainly found in and around small streams. Oh, it's definitely got to be an amphibian then. It might be. I think it's an, an aquafibian. aquafibian. Okay, an aquafibian. Okay, ready? Okay. I'm going to start getting a little more cluey now. Okay. They have thick scales used for protection. Lizard okay. or snake. We're narrowing it down here. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Same page. But what if I told you this? It has a fully prehensile tail. I don't know what prehensile means. Okay. Really? But I feel it's that's... It's like when you can... Like, this is prehensile. Like, you use it as a... your finger. Yes. They can do that with their tails. They can... How do you know what they prehensile can grab? means? Google the definition of prehensile. They can grab? They like, can, you mean yes, they can, they like, grab? like an appendage. It's not just okay. a It's floppy. like a finger. So it's like a finger. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Capable of grasping. Capable of grasping is the definition. Okay. Okay. I honestly didn't know what the definition of prehensile was either. I just knew they could use it. I just right. didn't know how to articulate it. I taught that. you something. So it has a prehensile tail, but I don't. Aren't there quite a few lizards that have prehensile Are tails? Are there? I thought so. And scales. And scales. Cold blooded. Very good. Very good. They're the only extant, meaning currently living, member of their family. Okay. Okay. Still thinking lizard. You can't get me off it right now. Okay. They're only found. In the tropics, on the island of Borneo. Okay. It's the Borneo lizard. <laughs> it's, it is. Is that the last clue? I got one more. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get this. Their scientific name means hidden ear. If you translate their Latin name to English, it means hidden ear. It's the Borneo dick lizard. I, I think that's a good guess. I'm going to go is with this is the, this is the Bornean Blue-tongued skink. I mean, you're both. You're. We could have done better with this. Dick you're both lizard. right there. It okay. is a lizard. It's in Borneo. It's a very, very cool animal. One I would actually love to keep. Our bizarre animal of the week is the earless monitor lizard. Check this thing out. Absolutely amazing-looking prehensile-tailed. Very dragon-like. Dude, totally looks like a dragon. Isn't that That's an incredible crazy. animal? Wow! Show the face that. How that big? Face are, how one. big is that? You can't. Like a foot. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's beautiful. They were beautiful. They blue eyes. Like beautiful Frank animal. Sinatra. Very strange. Wow. They were they were totally like nobody knew anything about them. And then in the last like six years, they've blown up in the pet trade. Oh, oh really? Like, I, I swear to God, it's because of Game of Thrones because they look just like the dragons in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they really do. They do. Yeah. Look at crazy. that. Go, go one over, Cal. One to the that way. That way right there. Yeah. This, Tell, that looks exactly that is, like Khaleesi's yeah. little shoulder dragon. One hundred percent. And I and it's the blue eyes and I yeah the they've just blown are so up. Cool looking dude. Aren't like, they these, amazing? Yeah. Can these breathe fire? They do. They <laughs> okay. Do. Yeah. It's a fact. Okay. Um, I kind of want one, dude. I want one too. And unfortunately, they're an animal that has been sort of victimized by the pet trade because Borneo yeah. no regulation, right. so they've just scooped yeah. them all up. So I'm not Aww. getting one for no. now yeah, until yeah. I know that they're like being bred in captivity. But I don't know. Just super cool animals. Hey, yeah, if, it's amazing. If, if there was like some vigilante type guy or girl or they that decided <laughs> to go and break into houses and free, collect all the Bornean uh, what's earless, monitors. earless monitors that Dick were lizard. in captivity and brought and the plan was to bring them back to Borneo and free them back into their natural habitat to repopulate it. Yeah. But while they're there, they also like rifled through like the ladies underwear drawers and like stole some like cash and paintings. Yeah. Would would most people be rooting for them or against them? I'm for it. There that's like a Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're hundred percent you're, you're looting, like you're robbing from the rich. Yeah. If you're if you're breaking in to steal back the earless monitors, it's okay to rifle through a panty drawer and take some cash. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like these are already <laughs> shitty people. Except and for me, if I have one. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah. But leave my panties alone. Well, I think that should be the key takeaway of podcast one oh one. Yeah. Is what Forrest just said. Yep. Uh, these are Forrest's uh, views. Nope. Nobody these else? are collective. Yeah, okay. We all feel this way. <laughs> if you know anybody with an odd pet, break into their house, 
rifle through their underwear and steal their cash. Yeah, gotta do that's it. The gotta do it. Yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Good night. Showing a lot of thigh. There's a white ring there. Right? This is very, very pale. Also, why are your shorts hiked far, so far back? They're hiked this is a very uncomfortable position. You're seeing quite a bit of bulge. <laughs> are you trying to sun your upper thighs in stores? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, fuck off. All right, we love you guys.